everyone and welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. Today's episode six of my Creator Now season two podcast series and I'm so excited to be joined by Denise all the way from the US. Denise started her channel about two months ago and just hit 100 subscribers and her channel is a lifestyle channel and it's all about having fun, being bold and genuine. There's so much negativity in the world and it's her goal to bring people joy even if it's just a smile. We connected through the Creator Now YouTube course run by Airac, who is one of YouTube's biggest growing creators. And we're going to be talking all about why we are chasing our dreams and decided to become a part of the Creator Now community, what travel means to us, tips for starting a YouTube channel, the world of content creators and how we think it will evolve, as well as the importance of mental health. So Denise, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast episode. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, just a massive thank you for your time. And uh, it's going to be interesting to talk about all things creator now and YouTube and all those topics I just mentioned. So we'll go straight into it. And I first wanted to ask, what are your dreams and ambitions? And why did you choose creator now to help you follow your dreams? So I actually chose creator now just to get my foot in the door with YouTube, because I was one of those people, I thought I needed to know a, B, and C, D to get onto YouTube. I wasn't going to do it until I knew everything I needed to. And it turned out I had been waiting years because um, I never knew enough. So I joined Creator Now just to force myself to actually get into posting videos and that way I could learn. And, you know, my goal is it with it is just to have fun and just to, you know, show people like it's okay to be yourself. Yeah, fantastic. I love that. And that it's such a good message just being yourself and I feel like on YouTube it's so important to be yourself you know I feel like it's very easy to get caught up in trying to be someone you're not to sort of do a viral video or to be a certain like a Logan Paul or a whatever whoever it may be but actually being yourself is the most important thing because then your subscribers will like your content for you rather than sort of comparing you to someone else um so Mm -hmm. that's awesome and in terms of sort of inspiration for creating content and you know being on YouTube are there any particular YouTubers that you take inspiration from? Um, There's not like any particular YouTubers that, you know, I base my content off of or anything like that. Um, But Logan Paul was definitely a big one for me of just his attitude of I don't care um, can get you in trouble. Uh, But I don't care. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do and what's going to make me happy. And it worked for him. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like a great thing of just whatever you set your mind to, you're definitely capable of. Yeah. I feel like with YouTube, it's just being, having a clear goal and then just really doing everything you can to achieve that. And I think what's so great about Creator Now is we all have that same goal, don't we? We all want to, to grow on YouTube and we all want to be a part of a community of, of other creators. And that what it, that's what I think is so cool about being in the, you know, in the program. And in terms of, you know, the crea- Creator Now as a whole, what would you say you're hoping to get out of the program? Is it the community side? Is it growth on YouTube? Is it top tips and learning about editing and the algorithm, things like that? What would you say is the main reason you're in the program? Uh, Originally, it was just to get my videos out. And then I realized like all the awesome things and opportunities that this program has offered. Um, The community is just incredible. Like absolutely just blew me away with all these like just friendly, smart people. Um, You know, I've I've carried over a lot of friendships from season one into season two. And I feel like it's more than just a program of friendships, you know, like these are going to carry over past this. Um, and then all these, this information from all the workshops 
is stuff that I feel like it would have taken me a lot, like a long time to learn these things on my own. So, you know, the community and just the information that you're constantly given has just been invaluable. Um, Even just the people are so willing to help you learn. It's just incredible. I feel like it's such a fast track of information. Like you said, I feel like all the information we've got so far in season one and season two, it would have taken me years to have learned it myself, even through like tutorials on YouTube. Like it just wouldn't be the same as what we've got in this program. And that's why I feel so lucky to, to be a part of it. And like you said, the community is amazing. Everyone, I put a, a you know an example of a thumbnail that I was considering like last week and within two minutes or so, there were people saying, oh, you could change this or you could add this. And it's just amazing, the the help and support because everyone is so happy to help one another and I think that's what makes the community so amazing so yeah such a cool program and in terms of you know the what I think is one of the coolest aspects about Creator Now is the global the global sense of it we're, we're all from different parts of the world we've got people in you know I had someone yesterday on the podcast from South Africa we're you know people across Europe I'm in Barcelona you know people are all across the US and Canada people from all around the world How's that been for you, being able to connect with people from around the world? I love it. I absolutely love it. I love hearing people's stories. Um, That's part of why I love to travel is I just love hearing people's stories, um, the differences in our lifestyles and where they live, how they grew up, all of that. I love it. Um, I've been able to connect with a lot of different people from a lot of different places, and I wouldn't have had the opportunity otherwise. Uh, because you actually have to go somewhere to meet these people. And it was just, I felt like it was just placed, like given to me on a silver platter. Uh, it's just been super awesome. There's just so many incredible people. And yeah, I've just, I've made a, quite a few friendships with people from places I probably wouldn't have gone or it would have taken me a, lo- a long time to get there. Yeah, amazing. It's so great to hear that travel is a big part of your life. And through Creator Now, you've been able to make friends with people from around the world which is amazing and in terms of travel generally I'll move on to some travel based questions now because the podcast is mainly about travel like I was explaining earlier but I'm sort of venturing out to a few different topics but in terms of travel what would you say inspires you to travel? Um, I've always wanted to travel since I was young I just have seen so many people that stay in their hometown forever for their entire life And it's always baffled me of how can you not want to explore? How can you not want to learn more? So um, my town particularly, though I just lived in town, like every surrounding town near me, everyone just lived there their entire life. And I was like, I can't be that person. I have to know what else is out there. So I was inspired from a very young age to just go out and see what the world has to offer. And in doing so, I just wanted more. Um, There's so much to learn. I love learning. There's so much to see. The the architecture, just the landscape, everything is so different. And the cultures as well is just, you don't understand how different a place can be or people can be until you're there. It's, it's just a big learning experience. And I think if you have the opportunity and you don't take it, you're being naive because there's just so much the world has to offer more than just the little pocket you live in. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't have put it better myself in terms of 
the learning you get from travel and just understanding different cultures, different ways of life. You know, I've been very lucky to have travelled quite a lot so far in my life and I hope that continues into the future um, because travel is just, yeah, for me it's so good just to see more than my little bubble at home. Like, you know, you're where you come from, your friends, your family, like, that's amazing. But to be able to sort of venture out and travel around the world and be, be a part, even if it's for a few weeks or a few days into a different culture or a different language... That for me is incredible. And I've been so lucky to have some amazing, you know, experiences through travel uh, so far. And in terms of if you had to pick a favourite part of travelling, what would you say? Is it the people, the culture, the food? What really stands out to you when you think about travel? Um, I would say like the culture, just the way of life. Um, that's, that's what stands out the most to me when I go to a new place, a new country, even um, even across the states, we all live differently. Um, so the culture is is what stands out the most to me. And there's so much you can uh, adopt from everywhere that you go because we are not perfect as human beings, and we like to think that we have it all together. But again, there's just so much to learn, and the culture differences. There's so much you can take home with you and adopt into who you are. I think I was talking on another episode recently about this idea of culture shock. And actually, if you embrace it, it can lead to so many like opportunities or like memories. And I feel like sometimes people see culture shock as like, oh, I'm not going to go to this country because it's so different to where I live. I'm going to be overwhelmed and it's going to be so different. But in my experience of culture shock, I've tried to embrace it. And it's actually ended up being a really cool thing, just understanding different cultures and um yeah I think it's one of the best parts about traveling the different cultures and just like the way people live in such a different way is yeah amazing to sort of you know be a part of um and, and do you have then like a standout memory from any previous traveling that traveling that you've done um I would say I probably have two um one standout memory that I will never forget for the rest of my life was in Poland um Poland the people are just so sweet and loving which I've I've never experienced that that type of of love from strangers before which blew me away um the food I love Polish food um but going to Auschwitz was just that is a memory I will never forget it was very humbling it was just to see these things that you've you've read about or watched videos on in front of you that that changed my life forever um i'm already getting emotional just thinking about it it's just if you've i don't know if you've ever been I, there or I had have. the opportunity yeah yeah i have i yeah. encourage everyone that i meet to just go there because there's so much you just you you don't understand or you take for granted and that that's just yeah, though that's one of the memories that will stand out. Um, another memory that stands out is I was actually traveling in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, before it was everything was shut down. So I had gone on a trip to Ireland, and then it got very serious, and the borders were shut down, like travel was shut down, and I was like, oh no, what have I done? So we actually, <laughs> our flights got canceled home. We didn't know what to do. Everything was being shut down. Like we weren't able to go get food. It was just, 
it was a nightmare, but it was an incredible memory. Obviously, we made it home eventually. Uh, but yeah, that's another memory I will never forget. <laughs> I feel like any any travel to do with the pandemic is going to be memorable. If that makes sense. Like I've just flown to Barcelona recently from the UK. And I mean, we're still in the pandemic. So for me, from just traveling during this time, I'll, I'll never forget it. You know, wearing a mask on a plane having to take a COVID mm-hmm. test to get here, you know, all those things we never had to even think of before. I feel like it will always make the travel memorable in some way, for good or, for good or for bad, whatever it may be. I think it's just always will be memorable. Um, and I'm sure there'll be so many stories like, like yours about being stuck at the start of the pandemic and <laughs> that the crazy time it was where no one really knew exactly what was going on, but borders, borders were closing and things were shutting down. Um, just... A crazy time for for the world and for travel as well and for everyone who was sort of traveling around the world I'm sure it must have been just crazy to sort of you know take it all in um but we'll, we'll move on to more questions about YouTube now and I really wanted to get your insight on this next one because I think it'd be quite relevant to, to you given you've just started your YouTube journey and I wanted to ask what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out on YouTube with zero subscribers you just have to do it um Everyone has a fear. We all have the same fears, honestly, when it comes to YouTube. Some are slightly different, but mostly the same. You just have to do it. You have to stop getting in your own head and just do what you want to do and what you think is going to make you happy. Um, Starting out with zero subscribers can get you down. It can make you feel intimidated. But I'm sure each and every person has at least one person in their life that would be willing to help them out. And that's kind of where I started was just, you know, family and friends, you know, they would subscribe. And then I got a lot from this program, but it's okay to start and not have anything because that's how we all started. Like everyone starts that way. Don't worry about it. Just, just go for it. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, even Eric, he started with zero subscribers. Mr. Beast started with zero subscribers. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's a perspective, isn't it? And having the right perspective into it and not being too daunted at the start by like, oh, I've got zero subscribers. Oh, I haven't got that many views. Like it doesn't matter if you're just consistent and you love the content you're creating. That should just be the priority. It's just sort of like, yeah, I feel like I've definitely got caught up sometimes in making content that I think might get loads of views or like this and that. But actually I'm now trying to focus on what content do I want to make? What content would I like to watch? And I feel like that's the focus I'm really trying to have at the moment. But, you know, as a creator, I think it could be quite a challenging time, especially when there's not just YouTube nowadays, there's all these other social media platforms to try and be a part of. You know, TikTok is the big one that <laughs> everyone's trying, myself included, is trying to be a part of. And it can be quite overwhelming at times, I think. But I think it's just breaking it down and creating content that makes you happy. Um, and you'll find the right people that will subscribe, that enjoy the content as well. And then that's, you know, that's the, the best part of YouTube really is providing content that people find valuable. Um, so in terms of, I guess, another question about sort of success on YouTube, in your opinion, what do you think you have to do to be successful? Is it luck? Is it consistently uploading? Is it being really creative? Is it collaborating? If you could just pinpoint maybe one or multiple reasons, I guess, for sort of success on YouTube. I think for each person, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'll say it's probably going to be consistency. Um, that is the number one thing that I think is going to help me grow and, and become successful in this is just being consistent with my uploads and, and the effort and energy that I'm putting into it. 
But there's plenty of people that it's going to be collaborations that are the big thing for them. There's there's plenty of people that like each avenue is going to work for them. Um, but you just need to figure out like what you want to do with YouTube. And then the answer will kind of follow. Because if you're into like the trends or the challenges, then diff- you're just going to have a different answer than I will. So you just have to ask yourself what you what you want what you want to make. And that answer is kind of going to fall into that lane. And just for me, it's going to be consistency. Um, I want my channel to be off of mostly my personality. It takes time to get to know someone's personality, uh, who they are. Um, So it's just going to be consistency. Yeah, amazing. I think it's for, for each person, it's different, isn't it? And for someone, like you said, it might be collaborating with different YouTubers and that might be their style on YouTube. Or for someone else, it might just be being consistent, you know, uploading once a week for however many weeks or months. So every everyone's different. And I think that's the beauty of Creator Now is it, it allows everyone to be different in that way, whether they want to collaborate with other people. I know in season one, quite a few creators in the US did create, did, you know, create content together. And that's fantastic. Other people just focused on uploading once a week for six weeks and that worked for them. So it's finding that right thing for yourself, which I think is the key. And in terms of, I guess, a a broader question in terms of content creation and YouTube, what do you think about all the opportunities that are available now being a creator? We've got the whole world of NFTs, TikTok, YouTube, boxing events. There seems to be so many more opportunities now for creators. Does that excite you? Yeah, it's endless. Um, I I like to say it all the time of anything you want, you're able to get. There's so much opportunity in this world that we have in the internet. There's just endless opportunity. Um, it is very exciting to see all these avenues you have, all these options, because there was a time where it was just YouTube. Um, you, that was your if you wanted to be a YouTuber, that was how you were going to do it. There was no other thing you could help to boost yourself. You just had to do well on YouTube. But now there's so much extra help, which is incredible. Um, I personally don't know too much about NFTs. I think those are probably going to become pretty big, mm-hmm. but I don't fully understand those. <laughs> yeah, me, I don't understand them either, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then there's the boxing events, like with the YouTubers, the TikTokers. I just think that there's going to be more and more options and alternatives and ways to get yourself out there. And I'm just really excited to see all the things that these people come up with. Yeah, it's definitely a very exciting time to be a creator and to be on YouTube. There'll, you know, even probably next year, there'll be a new event or a new opportunity that everyone's trying to sort of grab hold of and be a part of. So the creator economy is, I guess, you know, Colin and Samir loves, you know, talk about the creator economy and I love their podcast. It's always evolving and changing and it's sort of, as a creator, it's just trying to keep up with it and trying to be a part of it before it moves on to the next thing, which I think is really exciting, to be honest. Um, so yeah, definitely exciting in terms of the next five to 10 years on YouTube and social media as a whole is, I think it's going to be really cool to be a part of just to, yeah, be a, be a creator and and uh, being a part of Creator Now is helping so much with that process, I think, in terms of understanding the world of YouTube, you know, brand deals, editing, algorithms. There's so much to it, which is quite complicated at times. But what's really cool about Creator Now is it gets broken down into, I think, easier, into an easier way to understand, which 
for me, it's been really, really helpful. Um, so yeah, really helpful. Let's move on to the last topic of the podcast, which is about mental health. Something that's really important to, to me and to OneGlo360. So I just wanted to ask, how important to you is raising awareness about mental health? And what do you think we can all do to help raise awareness? It's it's very important. I don't think people understand the broad amount of people that struggle with mental health. Um, we're all humans. We all have a brain. We all have emotions. We all have a heart. Um, we all struggle. At some point or another, we are all going to struggle. And it's just an openness. We all need to just have an openness about it. It's not a bad thing to be struggling. It's not a bad thing to be having a hard time. It's normal. Um, and that's just the thing is it's very important to make it normal. Um, instead of just a stigma or something that you don't want to talk about because you don't want to be judged or you don't want to feel even worse. It, it's just like eating and friendships and all of these things that are a part of life. That's just another one. Yeah, I think it's so important just to have open and honest conversations with one another and break down the stigma and make people aware that it's okay to have struggles. We all do. Like you said, we're all human. And especially during the pandemic, it's been a really tough time for the world, you know, being locked, locked, you know, locked inside our houses in lockdowns. And, you know, it's been it's been different, in you know, depending on what country you live in around the world. But we've all had that same situation of at at some point, we have all had to stay at home, not see family and friends and be quite isolated, really. So it's been a challenging time. And I think we just need to keep having these conversations, even like we are now, if anyone's listening, you know, even if someone who's listening then has a conversation with one of their friends and ask them how they're doing as a result of listening now, then that's an amazing thing. So I think it's just having the conversations are so, so important. Yeah, I think one of the worst things you can do if you're struggling is just continue to be alone continue to be alone in your thoughts and not let it out. Um, we are able to be so hard on ourselves. We are able to just destroy ourselves. We can be our worst enemy and letting your thoughts and anything going on just stick inside of you and not let that out is very dangerous. So it's just openness. I, I say that all the time. You have to be open about what's going on, how you're feeling, and just sometimes that's enough. Sometimes that can be enough. Mm-hmm. It's just say to your friend or even a stranger. I've had conversations with strangers of like, I'll vent to them or they vent to me. Um, but even just letting it out can be so freeing and you feel a lot better afterwards. Sometimes it's more serious than that. But letting it out and not letting it just be trapped inside of you is just so big. And I wish that more people understood that if you don't have to do it alone, you don't have to, you know, be strong and tough and keep it to yourself. That's not what it's about. Um, people are here for a reason. Friends are here for a reason. Family's here for a reason. And at some point we all need to lean on one another. And that's, that's a blessing that we get to have people to lean on. So don't look at it as a negative. That's a, that's a positive. Be very grateful that you have people around you that care. Yeah, amazing. You've you put that perfectly. I think it sums it all up, doesn't it? Just being there for one another, being there for family and friends. And like you said, you know, we're all having friends and having family. They're there for for you if you know in in times of struggle or ups, you know, ups and downs throughout life. Um, you know, it's so important to lean on 
on family and friends who you know who are there for you so yeah it's you've you've put it perfectly your perspective is is you know is fantastic on it and just being open I think just generally just being open with how we're all doing and um I think especially on on YouTube and like sort of talking about creators it can be quite a a tough world sometimes like online and I think we all have a responsibility just to just be kind to one another and um yeah to spread positivity and um that's what I'm really trying to do with Anglo 360 if I can be a space where people feel comfortable to talk about their mental health and also hopefully spread some positivity at the same time then that's what I will yeah really try and do um but just a massive thank you for your time uh, I really appreciate it just one last thing where can we find you on social media and your YouTube Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this. Um, you can find me. It is my name, Denise Champney, across all. Actually, I'm only on YouTube and Instagram, but <laughs> yes, it is my name, Denise Champney, and yes, that is it. Amazing. <laughs> Recording stop. <laughs>